Selector. Come on Selector. now. Selector. Selector. Woo! Drop that beat. Summertime, y'all. It's a Vegas pool party. <laughs> Selector. Drop that beat. Spring Selector. break. Drop that beat. Never gonna stop. Live Selector. forever. Summer break. Drop that beat. Oh, you thought we were done. We're not done. That's right, y'all. Jump the place. Selector. Put your hands up. Everyone's in the pool. Everybody Selecta. in the pool. Take off your clothes. Selector. Las Vegas. Nevada. Selecta. United States. Selector. Matt Selector. Got Selector. Matt Selector. Drop that beat. Let's fly into space. You ever heard of it? It's a pool party! We're in the pool! Jump in the pool! Everybody in the pool! Jump in the pool! Jump in the pool! Don't be a fool! Jump in the pool! Don't be a fool! Jump in the pool! You don't know the temperature! Still jump in! Your centuries! Your centuries have gone! Centuries have gone! Oh yeah, what's up y'all? It's your boy, Colton Dunn! Oh my god, it's there he is, it's your boy, it's also me, your dad. Oh. Scott Rogers. <laughs> oh, hey dad. <laughs> Welcome. He's oh. your boy, I'm your dad. Oh, it seems weird now. Is it weird now? <laughs> yeah, it got weird. I'm sorry, I'm just your friend. Oh, okay. And of course, as always, beating up those blacks and whites, <laughs> we've got Alex. What's up, Alex? Hey, how you doing? Good. You beating up the blacks and whites, Alex? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, well, fingering them, I guess. He's equal opportunity. <laughs> you're fingering the blacks and whites? And you thought I made it weird. <laughs> yep, yep. He's also on the ones and zeros. Yep. That means computer. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. on a computer. He's <laughs> looking at his email. Once again, not present. Creepy Nick Baron. Creepy Nick Baron on vacation. Do you think he didn't come because we call him a creep? No, I think he enjoys that part. Hollywood Nick. Hollywood Baron. Nick. Yeah. We, like uh, as always, we left to cheer out for him in his absence. Mm -hmm. so That's right. He's here with us in spirit. Yes. One, his absence is felt. One, yes. his absence is felt. Yep. One hundred percent. When he comes back, let's stop. I'm going to stop calling him creep, and I'm going to start calling him Hollywood. Oh, yeah, let's do it. We'll call him Hollywood. Hollywood's out for this week. Should I we, think he'll uh, be stoked when he comes back. If he becomes Hollywood, does that mean next week is season two, technically? Like, it's a new arc. Hmm. Oh, I don't know if that's how it works. Do podcasts but, uh, have seasons? They some do, do yes. Yeah, some, yeah. Do. some just keep going on, but yeah, some do have actual seasons. I personally, I'll just throw it out there. My instinct is to, to just have one season, because much like space, it just goes on and on forever. Are there seasons to space? Uh, I would imagine that there are some seasons in space. You know, everything that exists in the small exists in the large. So I would imagine that there's some sort of some sort of cycle that even space goes through. An extra cold space season. <laughs> yeah, space I, don't, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like temperature uh, thing or 
a shape thing or you know maybe it expands and comes in or you know is there's definitely, definitely different quadrants hallelujah you know, hallelujah walcott our guest this week up, uh, in the building up? so excited oh my god so excited now what's so cool about this is hallelujah is one of the original freestyle friday oh gee uh, oh gee oh, mm-hmm. and oh, we've gee. talked about freestyle fridays on yeah. the show before which were uh things we used to do at uh, scott and i's old house yeah. on friday rp camp hollywood and we would uh basically do what we do on this show mm-hmm. where we talk about shit and then freestyle rap 100 percent every time yeah buddy so good to have you here. I believe you are the most mentioned person on the podcast Ooh. who has yet to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We Very true. Very true. You had a lead in for sure. Much like a character in a movie hey. that they talk about before he That's shows right. up. They're so like, I'm Godot, basically. Yeah, the Ice yes. Man cometh. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So that, in that sense, then well, I guess we do have to have seasons because season two is going to be any show we do after we finally see and meet Hallelujah Walcott. <laughs> that's yeah, that's got to be the season finale of Jam Space. Before Hallelujah, yeah. after Hallelujah. Okay. B-H and A-H. Ah. Mm-hmm. ah. Be in that ah, y'all. Ah. Be in that ah, y'all. Ah. For those people listening, Hallelujah, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Man. What, uh, what don't you do? I yeah, like Jesus. to do a little bit of everything. Uh, Entertainment-wise, I love to perform. Yeah. Improv, write songs, write stories, uh, theater, film, right. motorcycle riding, mm-hmm. kung fu flipping. Yeah. Uh, wow. One lady loving. Oh, yeah. You know, keep yeah. that, keep that on there like that. Married you know? man, father, Married man, couple baby boys. You know it. Wow. And you know, just living this life, chasing that uh, alter enlightenment experience. Hell yeah! What a good yeah. Now, I've known Hallelujah so for. How long? How almost long? now, like almost nine years. So when did that? When did when did uh, the Pike open? Seven years, I think. What year did the uh, Pike open? Twenty twelve. Okay, yeah. So that's got to be seven years. So basically, across the street, and I may have talked about this place before, but across the street from uh, Camp Holly was a bar called Coach and Horses. That's yeah. true. That's that true. I frequented very much. Big shout out to horses. <laughs> Big Coach shout horses. out to horses. Yeah, it was named after a real creature. Because <laughs> yep. um, horses are real, y'all. That's right. They are. And uh, that bar closed. Mm-hmm. It was actually really sad when that Fair. bar closed because it was, uh, you know, much like, uh, you know, uh, uh, No Name, which uh, we were recording this show on the day that the news broke that No Name is closed. Uh, it was a, it was a uh, institution of uh, Hollywood, not like a nice institution it was uh it was a you know it was a dive bar not a lot of dive bars left it was True. a super dive bar and i mean yeah. you know and now uh, since then you know good luck bars closed like yeah. there was a really very few dive bars there was a you know high high life on highland um okay. in hollywood um that bar like got redone so it's nice now it's kind mm-hmm. of like a nice looking bar so it's not it's not a dive okay. bar anyway but anyway so this bar closed. It was uh, it was like half bar, half Indian restaurant. <laughs> so the guy from The Sopranos would show up there sometimes. Uh, James uh, Gandolfini. James James Gandolfini. Oh, R.I.P. My fave, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he meant he would have been your favorite there because <laughs> he would come and uh, and relapse and like oh, <laughs> drink boy. a bunch of booze and do cocaine. Um, Tarantino but, uh, would write stories there. I mean, it was in That's right. Yeah, there's a story about Tarantino and Tim Roth coming up with the monologue that he gives in Reservoir Dogs on the roof in in the booth at um at uh, Coach and Horses. Sad place that one of the one of the owners uh, her one of her sons died in one of the booths. Yeah. Uh, 
at this place. I mean, this is like a, there was like what table that had a bunch of things carved it, carved into it. Guns and Roses had carved their name into it because mm-hmm. they used to hang out there. He this died was at like booth. Yeah, he died in the. Yeah, a lot of things used to happen in that place. Shit, well, yeah. like I spent a lot of time there too, but never knew that part of it. Oh it was yeah, crazy. But even before that, Alfred Hitchcock. You know, it used to be used to be an expatriate bar for British people. So a lot of a lot of British uh, British uh, you know Hollywood people would hang out there. Anyway, closed. And this has been Bar Talk. This has been (laughs) Dive Dive Bars of Hollywood history. So anyway, that brings me to uh, 2012, right? When it closed. Four more years. Four more years. (laughs) That's right. I had had that at that time, you know, I, I had like kind of a rule what I would do, you know, if I traveled somewhere or whatever, is I would try to get a local bar. You know, like have my local place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you would do to do that is you go to this place that's close to you and you like you go, I, I'm going to take this, you know, 500 bucks or whatever. And I'm going to just go there every day and spend this money there. By the end of that week, everybody there knows you. Who are the Duke? This is like when you move to a new place. Is that what you're saying? When I would move to a new place or when I would when I travel somewhere, when if travel. I was going to be somewhere for a long period okay. of time, I try to go, OK, this is going to be my local place for here. For this wow. period okay. of time. Uh, don't do that so much anymore, but uh, that was my old uh, deal. So the new bar was opening up, and I was like seeing them like put up the signs and get construction. And you know, a bunch of the old coaching horses people were like, nah, man, we're not going there. And I was like, well, I'm going there because it's across the street from my house. Yeah. Uh, and so I walked yep. by one day, and there's this guy standing out front. It looks like they're open. And I'm like, oh, hey, is this, this place open? And he's like, no, it's uh, just the um, uh, I was watching preview the or something. Yeah. yeah. Like a preview night or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. you know, guests only, uh, but we'll Sounds be open tomorrow. Open. And I was like, okay, I'll be back tomorrow. And immediately when they were open up the next day, like, I showed up like just like I said, right when they're like up, straight up. So doors. this is what I told them. I was like, hey, man, yeah, we open tomorrow to the public 6 p.m. for our dinner service. The next day, I'm outside using Windex on the front window. It's 558. I look up and I see this man walking down the street right on time. I was like, oh, you came. <laughs> His response to me was, yeah, I said I was going to be here. And then from that point, I was like, this is a down-to-earth, I'm a man-of-my-word dude. And I've, ever since then, that, that's just been the homie. Yeah. And I would go, I, I went there seriously every day. I know, man. I lived with you, at the <laughs> <laughs> and I went maybe once or twice. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't come over. Very I didn't. Often. I remember. I I went there one night when I was already very very wasted. Oh, okay. And so I sort of remember being there on the booth for a couple times. But yeah, man, it was like I knew where you were every night. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like Colton, and that's so interesting. I never heard your whole plan where you're like five hundred bucks, instant friends. You just you plant your roots down you're like i'm buying drinks i'm drinking drinks i'm saying what's up to people yeah, and yeah. boy because you that makes sense to me you you have that kind of energy you're very you always been one of the most generous people i've known you yeah. know you share your energy you share yeah. the wealth yeah. you bring people into your world and uh, i just love hearing how specific the thinking is going yeah, into yeah. it oh yeah. <laughs> yeah there was a period where he and another regular were in a competition to be the Duke of the Pikey on, y- on Yelp. Yelp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a uh, pretty hairy for a little while. I think you hairy. ended up on what, top, but what happened? I did. did you fight him? Uh, it was a her. 
and um, <laughs> no, we never Dutchers. fought, but there were a couple times where we were there at the same time. Yeah. We we're like, hey, what's up? And they're both checking <laughs> and they would both be checking in at the same time. <laughs> this bar is not big enough she for liked, the two of us. She, I believe she even admitted, though, that she sometimes would check in. On days she didn't even go. Ooh, I was like, I was like, that's not cool, dude. Stone, um, but uh, busted. But yeah, Wait, but now I've definitely lost that status. What do you mean check in? Like, like you could, you know, how you can check into places when you go to them. Sometimes, like on Facebook or on social oh, media, yeah, it allows yeah, you yeah. to like check in, and then it puts up an announcement like. Because she would walk past it on her way home, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, oh. <laughs> "No good." So if you in the social media check in, go into a place enough, you just become a duke online for that place. If you, you, have, have, the most you have to have the most check ins, you become the duke. I yeah. so I didn't realize this was like a legitimate thing. Oh, I thought this was just I like mean, you want. You kept showing up there every day till everyone called you the duke. No, no, no. Yeah. No one no. actually called him the duke. It no. would just be on you. Uh, yeah, I think they. I think they call me the mayor of the Pikey. Yeah, That's actually. true. Uh, yeah. Now you know who it is. It's uh, what's his name? That big tall guy who used to always hang out there. Real big guy. Big Ben. Big Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben Davis. Big Ben Davis. Big Ben Davis. He's uh, uh, he, yeah, he's an actor too. But uh, yeah, now he's every time. Every time I've gone back there, he's always there, still posted, posted up at the end of the bar. Yeah. So you went there. That's how you got to know Hallelujah. Then mm-hmm. I got to know Hallelujah through him starting to come over to our house, hanging out, and then. Freestyle Friday starts. Yeah. Remember, the, I think it was you two and Phil Jackson, maybe like uh, the first yeah. first. Because I remember when I was driving my dad's old 96 Lexus, you guys the had made a song Lexus. called 96 Lexus. <laughs> oh, shit. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah. It was like the first time you guys did it. And you were you wrapped up before I got there. And then there were, you know, obviously subsequent sessions yeah. and more people there. But uh, yeah, hallelujah. Um we have a lot of songs. I bet you got those songs. We have a that. lot of songs. Do you remember there's a, one of my favorites that ties into the concept of the show called The Earth is Our Spaceship? Oh, that was one of the first, wow. first ones we did. The Earth is Our Spaceship. The Earth is Our Spaceship. Holy shit. The Earth is Our Spaceship. Damn. Part two. Earth is Our Spaceship. Just like James Brown. Put out part one. Put out part two. Ooh. Riff on the same subject. Fuck it. Boom. Earth is our spaceship. Part I two, grip part the mic. Two, part two, part two. I do it all day and I'm always feeling right. Cause there's no wrong. Bang a gong. We get it on. Tough gong. Like Bob Marley. Put that weed up in the air. I don't care where you been. Don't look because the glare is too bright. I'm the sun shining. Even the night. I never go down. And you will go round me. Cause I'm the star. The number one. Under the sun. I've just begun hey. He spit the flow hey. At the beginning of the jam space Yeah, you know Earth is my spaceship You know I'm the one Sitting at the pilot Doing donuts around the sun Hey, All day, every day Till a year Then back again, clear Crystal, I'm here In my spaceship Earth Flying through space Got a lot of girth we got a lot of waves, hey. a lot of pollution. Yo, quit polluting the spaceship. If you was on a spaceship, would you throw all this trash on it? Well, that's what we are, flying through the solar system. Aw, oh, snap, we gonna get it whole of blister. Blisters from too much trash. This turned into an environmental song. Yeah. 
Earth is our spaceship, you gotta take care of it Because if you don't, we won't have any place to live I'm trying to stay alive everywhere where I can get I can't breathe out on Mars, so Earth is my ship Hitting quasars, going through them tunnel holes I'm trying to get in with your girl, see the stars suppose Stars be closed, but not us, cause we flows Every time, we know we gonna get them bros Get in my spaceship we go around the next day we keep going around we spin in circles and then in bigger circles we don't actually go anywhere yo the jerk will tell you that that stinks but it's the way it's at because you just dance around and i never flat no the flat earth ain't no real thing nope the earth is round as fuck baby girl just like your ring Earth is a spaceship. Earth. Blast, blast. Earth is to that ass. Get some gas. Yeah. Get that coal. Use that solar power. Woo. Make it fly. Take it miles per hour through the asteroid field to the stars. Earth flying hard. Earth getting wild. Getting wild. Getting sweet. Earth so neat. Tweet, tweet. Tweet tweet, it's beep beep, coming through soon soon, chilling with my moon moon, going through the sky eye, going up so high eye, flowing through the tunnels like oops baby bye bye, gonna see another planet maybe we can fly by, take a little nap on the clouds and then I'm sky high, hi 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 yai yai, mommy that's alright right, we gonna make it 20 light years into the night sky, in Ooh. the sky yai. In the sky, we get so high. Part two, part two, part two. The Earth is our spaceship. Earth is our spaceship. Take care of that shit, y'all. That's right. So yeah, that was a part two. I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we could come around. Oh, this was the jam, jam. So what you're doing right now is you're getting a little taste of uh, Freestyle Friday that I just pulled up. This is from. August 8th, 2014. <laughs> I'm a crazy, crazy dude, I'm a prankster Slap you in the butt with a wet towel It's the water park, son, everything's allowed Yeah, yeah. I slip the slide and dip and dive down a water slide Watch out, it's you, oh, I'll hit you in the eye Blip, 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 pop you, now you about to cry Get you wet, nah, nigga, you ain't gonna be dry When I'm done with you, you're gonna be all soaking, soaking I'm a nigga, and you a token, token. I take a split, split. Yeah, I'm on that token. Oh, you pay that. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. yeah. Hold on. and now your phone is broken, broken. We on that water slide. Oh, you pop in here? I pop in. Oh, okay, we'll let it play till Halloween gets in. This was a jam. Yeah. So we'd like pick like a hook. We'd be like, oh, it's gonna be about water slides, and then we just jump in and rap. To that shit, I gotta go keep, so go hate. Say what? Let me get in front of you, partner. This my spot. 
I'm going all the way up to the top. I got my super soakers Soka. on, and my homies got them too. Woo. Got that pump action plastic, and it's coming straight for you. Woo. If you see six cost holla, you know what to do. So just drop that corn dog and head back up to the zoo. And six I'm coming to action, backpack laxing. I ride so many rides. Yeah. I'm the captain of the park. They let me in after dark. I sing on the beach. Tony said I'm the spark. I'm lighting oh, up. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 throw back for that one. There it is. Woo! There it is. That was a ba- that was Freestyle Friday, man. Oh, man. That was so fun. You, we'll put those up on our uh, Patreon. Why don't we, Absolutely. Because that shit was hilarious. Um, we had some hits. That song was definitely hit. We What's that? Hits. Song is a hit, no question. Oh, that, oh yeah. Oh, water slides. Water definitely, slides. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I, there was some chitter chatter about making a music video. Yeah. As there is oh, you know what? We do got to make that music. Video. Yeah. I think I really it still plays. I think we have to do that because that was Phil yeah. Augusta Jackson Oof. on the on the second yeah. verse there. Wow. Uh, yeah, good times. Yeah, that was a murderous row right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I gotta take a trip. To space, asteroids, comets, stars, nebulas, quasars, binary systems, gems, space. These are all things you might find in space. Space. It's what's up. It's what's up. <laughs> what's up uh, space? You know, um, oh, man. so yeah, I, I wanted to go ahead and do a little space talking now because hold on. space talking now. Uh, because uh, you know, we we started off with that song, um, "The Earth Is a Spaceship," mm-hmm. and what's so what's so interesting about that is I was actually for this show going to talk about Planet X. Are you guys familiar with Planet no. X? No, um, no, I'm not. So Planet X uh, is sort of an idea that some people have hypothesized uh, about a uh, another planet in our solar system that we haven't discovered yet. Um, some re- for a couple of reasons why people might think it's there is maybe to explain some of the original or uh, um, some of the sort of odd uh, patterns of uh, the way that Neptune and Uranus orbit are some unexplained, you know, things that people might have might have observed to, to like think. a separate gravitational pull is pulling them off. Maybe, their yeah, I don't exactly know <laughs> how they do that, but basically the discrepancies of orbits uh, between uh, Uranus and Neptune. Um, but basically, in nineteen or eighteen ninety four, uh, a Bostonian astronomer, astronomer, <laughs> astronomer uh, Percival Lowell. Became, con- became convinced that the planets Uranus and Neptune had slight discrepancies in their orbit. And he concluded that they were being tugged by the gravity of another more distant planet, which he called Planet X. However, nearly a century uh, has failed, a century of searching has failed to turn up any evidence of such objects. Uh, Pluto was initially believed to be Planet X, but later determined to be too small. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, you know, the idea with Planet X is that it's just sort of this other planet. Now, now that's sort of the soft, you know, discussion about it. The ho- more harder discussion about it okay. is Give the it idea me. that this Planet X is actually kind of combines a couple different theories. That um, at some time, primordial Earth, when it was like still forming, was struck by another planet. Mm-hmm. All right. 
and like you know basically they ran into each other right mm-hmm. um this is why we have the, the moons the idea is that like some of earth blew off and became the moon and this other planet went flying outside of the solar system okay. and that is also some people call planet x or they also call it um uh, nibiru cataclysm the nibiru Nibiru Cataclysm. Yes, exactly. Cataclysm. That's it. it runs into so it runs into um uh runs in or or a near miss. Uh now in this one, there's also people who think that like there are people on this on this planet. planet and X. those are and those are those might be the aliens who are visiting us. Mm-hmm. Um some people think maybe that it's <laughs> I love this one, but that it's its orbit is almost directly opposite of us, mm-hmm. so, so we just never see it because it's always behind the sun. The ultimate know. game of hide and seek. Yeah, so we'll just never see it. Wow. So there's all but sorts of different. Would we have things. seen it like when we were on, in the moon or something or another satellite? Yes, you're right. So like if they would have shot you know a satellite out to look around, they might see it. Yeah. They'd be like, oh well, look, look at this thing on the other side of the sun. Could be hard. The sun is pretty big. Yeah. Very bright. So it would probably obscure mm-hmm. a lot of things behind I've, it. But I've heard. It's a parallel. It's, that's where the parallel universes are happening. It's like all, all the bizarre sure, versions second of Earth. us. Yeah. yeah. Second Earth. Oh, no shit. Earth. Another Earth. Um, another Earth. You seen that movie? I never saw it. That's good. Um, Britt Marling. Nope. Not familiar Last with time movie. Check it out. I don't know who that is. I haven't seen that movie. Oh. No. She made the OA. Have you seen that? Uh huh. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's not, not my jam. That's not not as much of a fan as Scott is of of OA. Well, I liked her the uh, the first movie, and I I liked I liked the movie Another Earth, and I also liked I'm I'm big into uh, when people do stuff on their own. Like she found a way to they do definitely it, do stuff a lot of the yeah. shots, and uh, I appreciated hmm. that about it. Hmm. She did do that. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, <laughs> Very diplomatic. I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let hmm? okay, Britt Marling. Let's move on. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shout yeah, out to so that's Marley. the idea behind uh, behind Planet X or Nibiru. Or, Sounds uh, like a black people's planet. That's right, Ryan. Yeah, does it does go the X right like Malcolm or Nibiru? That's right. That does sound. That does yeah, I mean, sound pretty black. Why they come up with? I feel Nibiru. like I grew up with a guy named Nibiru. Like Percival. Hey man, hey Nibiru, <laughs> Nibiru, Nibiru, get in here, Nibiru. Come on now, Nibiru. Nibiru. What? My Nibiru. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying that's like an interesting name for a planet. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like Planet Gwendolyn or something like yeah. that. They were with Nibiru, and that shit's hard. That is hard. What are your thoughts on aliens or possibly a? Well, I'll tell you this: they got to be somewhere. We can't okay. be the only ones. Okay, we can't be the only ones. Pretty yeah. unanimous. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, there are Stranger Things here on this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And then season and three comes out on July 4th. Saw that coming. <laughs> but I saw it in the air and I let it go. You, let you, it you, you, you know what's funny? Mark, buddy boy. I didn't even know that was coming out. I yeah. forgot. I thought it was October. Season three on July 4th, buddy. Right. You we excited? We're going to hit it. He's mm-hmm. getting that Netflix money right now. I we see got it. dad jokes on dad jokes on dad jokes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got those. Yeah, three dads. But, uh, but if we're going to, you know, have ghosts and things on Earth. So you also believe in ghosts? Oh, yeah. We could talk about that. Oh, okay. But uh, you're a ghost head? I don't know if I'm a ghost head. <laughs> That's what we call him here on the show. Ghost, ghost head? Uh, maybe honorary. <laughs> Starting now. Maybe honorary. I'll be an honorary ghost head. Okay. Have you had, have you had a personal experience? I've had one or two, actually. What? All right. So here we go. We're going to dive into all this, but let's go. So aliens? Aliens. Th- yes. Yes. Ghosts? Yes. Okay. Bigfoot. 
Um, <laughs> not in the traditional sense. I don't know about Bigfoot. Okay, Loch Ness monster. Water's too murky. Probably chilling down there. Nessie probably, is, probably is probably somewhere. Probably chilling down there. Probably okay. chilling down there. All right. All right. I don't know why she comes up to just fuck with people. Like, oh, I'm here. Oh, so just, just so Bigfoot's the only thing out of those Bigfoot, the yeah, big ones that I, you're like, you know, what I mean, because they keep exploring the, the areas where he supposedly is, and there may be some deep ass caves off the Appalachian that he might just right. be hiding in. But I feel like some adventurous. You uh, feel like we would have found this motherfucker. Somebody right would have found something, or we would have had a. I mean, they just found a new breed of cat, so you never know what's out there. You know what I'm saying? A new breed of cat. Yeah, I didn't it's know like that. oh, it's half fox, so it has like these like fox tail things. Look, Google it right now; it'll blow your mind. That sounds like some Naruto yeah. shit, Alex. Yeah, just look up cat fox. It's a real thing. Come on now, though, but I mean, that's like. Is this the is the breed been around or did a fox just fuck a cat <laughs> recently and now we have this animal cat fox? <laughs> you know what? I only looked at pictures and did not read the article. So, Possible uh, carnivore I Indonesia. Only looked at pictures. Ah, uh, but did it's not on read the article. It's on Borneo though, so I you know there's a lot of shit in Borneo that. Yeah, Borneo. Know yeah sure. Meow meow. Rough, rough. I'm a fox cat, and yo, what's up? Buck, buck. Yo, I'm pouncing through the forest. Little feline with the red coat on us. Woo, woo, woo. Fox cat. So fat, what you think about that? Hey. Woo, woo. Check out my paws. Hey. Give them a pound. My favorite movie, Fox and the Hound. Oh. But fox and cat. Yeah, that's where it's at. Both descriptions of hot people, yeah, splat down <laughs> with that knowledge. Didn't even go to college, cause I'm an animal. An animal. Let me tell you how it started. One day I'm walking through the fucking forest. And I see this fly kitty walk up like, yeah, I'm feeling horny, yo. Have you ever seen a fox like this in Borneo? Borneo, let's make some Morio. I'ma get it in and we gon' have a cat Borneo. Fornicating with the kitty cat, that's my fox style. What you think about that life? What um. you think about that? What about this? Ooh. I'm a fox cat, give me a kiss. Yeah. Got that rough tongue, got that puppy tail. Oh snap, I'm a fox cat, not a whale. Don't throw me in water, cause my ass can't swim. Yo, I'll slap you in the face if you fuck with me again. Hey. I'm a fox cat, and I don't take no mess. Put it to the test, take a shit in a box, bless. Get out my face. Oh man, geez, these critics. Me mad cause we mix species But she's these players To the strings on my heart, you know I'm laying down the groundwork For a nice family We have them cat fox babies And you can see We chillin' up in the forest Or fox in the house cat. cat fox, you know it Fox cat Yeah Cat fox Yeah Fox cat. Cat fox. Cat fox. Fox cat. Cat fox. Kitty in a fox, baby. Cat fox. Kitty in a fox, baby. Cat fox. Fox cat. I'm making beats all day. I was just ready to segue. Fox cat. Mm.
Sure. Well, I, I you know, I'd uh, if I could find one, if I could own an animal that I shouldn't own, it's probably going to be a fox cat now. See, I have no I, interest in owning no. a fox cat. It would scare me. I mean, like we could dog... get it from like a kit, kitten cub. What would it be? <laughs> what would it be? If you get it from one of those early stages of development, like uh, like the lion that those English dudes found in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. saw but, that. But oh, in their where, DNA. Where the, where the lion remembers them? Yeah, that's so heartwarming. Oh, I love that video. That is sweet. But, you know, it's like <laughs> their DNA goes back way further than the individual being born. You that's know true. That's about? true. Sick feet and roar and shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, but. I'm not trying to get him on a unicycle and shit. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. just, I just want him to chill on the couch with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. let's watch some TV, shame do things, do live fourth. You know, <laughs> apparently. That's what. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, the, you know, there are like uh, what's that one cat? There's like a cat. The Maine Coon. That big cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit's pretty dope. I had a Maine Coon growing up. Her name was Polly. How oh, big really? was Polly? Oh God, I mean, Polly was probably the size of a miniature poodle. Uh, we i also had a poodle (laughs) my dad's i also my dad's allergic to dogs we also had a poodle growing up because they're non-allergenic right right right. so she was the same size as the poodle and Uh, poodles get pretty big huh yeah probably 30 25 30 pounds yeah that's big for a cat yeah i called her polly because she never stopped talking so i thought she was like a parrot she ate the parrot (laughs) like a parrot because she was just constantly (laughs) listen i was like three years old so it made sense for at the time probably five Oh. Last Ooh. episode, I didn't go to a spiritual place and read one of my grandma's texts. Oh, boy. Colton, I believe, also didn't do a John Bonet thing. But you got to forgive yourself since in the past. That's right. And grandma sent me this dope text that says, let your life lightly dance on the edges of time hmm. like dew on the tip of a leaf hmm. wow. that's Ra- Rabindranath Tagore is this person's name I'm sorry for the pronunciation what's the quote again can you give me the quote let your life lightly dance on the edges of time like a dew like shit I'll start over let your life lightly dance on the edges of time like dew on the tip of a leaf. Hmm. Dew on the tip of a leaf. Wow. Does that dance? I mean, it's precarious, if anything. Yeah. You, you're going to pull it apart, Colton? Jesus. I mean, I'm not trying to pull it apart. I'm just trying to say, like, dew on a leaf just kind of, like, sits there and rolls off and drips. So, I mean, I guess right. I, when I'm trying to figure out what the dancing part is. Yeah, but, it's but more the, like easy going. The moment before it goes off the so edge. So, just that moment when it's just right on the edge of the that's leaf. You pull back far enough, falls. that's how long one human life is. So, death is falling off the leaf? Life is falling off the leaf. What that's how leaf? short it is. Blink of an eye. Wow. In the grand scheme of time. Oh, yeah. So now, so I mean, it, so even though it's poetic, it could sound kind of like fatalistic. Yeah, it's kind of like, fuck it. Like, that's kind of what the quote almost says like, fuck it. Well, whatever. it's, it's I, I, I equal this to the piss dripping off my dick. That's a much more poetic way to say it. <laughs> I mean, cool, dude. But that's how you see it. It's more like you said you your know, grandmother that one. The dude's going to. Please don't send that to your grandma. Hey, grandma. But before the dew falls, you just got to 
Enjoy that. Enjoy it all. And just express as much as you can because the dew is going to fall. Yeah. Right? I think so. Well, I think it's like, oh, we die someday. You can look at it as, well, I'm going to die, so fuck it. Or, okay, I better maximize the time that I have. Yeah. Yeah, I heard some guy talking about, you know, it's like, you see your parents twice a year. They're going to live for, let's say, they're older, five years. So that means... You're not, they, you don't have five years with them. You have 10, 10 visits. Times, 10 visits. And so that's the number of hours. And so it's, it's all, you know, he was talking about being present. So it's like when I do have these amount of hours with the people in my life before the dewdrop falls off of the leaf, or before as Colton though. would think, the <laughs> piss drops off the edge of his dick, hmm. you know, you want to maximize that time before that pee drips off. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Well, Pretty I'll sure. say this I'm, I love, and how fun is the beginning of the quote? I just love that your grandma. So, so, how, so, wait, so, how does it start? Let your life lightly dance on the edges yeah. of time. Mm. Yeah. Let your, let your life lightly dance on the edges of time. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty dope because you figure if you can do that, you're touching many different periods in time. Mm. But I also feel there's just something about that quote to me, though, that like, like if it was the, say it was like the end of a movie, right? Okay. And the evil guy has like captured the good guys mm-hmm. and he's about to drop them into like a pit and he just went let your life lightly dance on the you know end of time, edges of time. on the edges of time it just like sounds the- like jack nicholson from the first batman movie <laughs> <laughs> he does that in the first yeah um, one of my favorite ever dance with the devil by the pale moonlight yeah. you wouldn't hit a guy him. with glasses would you <laughs> gosh he's really funny in that. looks re- like he's been using brand <laughs> <laughs> looks like he lived on planet x it's uh, great because uh listener you don't get to see the facial expressions that he makes while he does that, Jack Nicholson. And it's very good. Spot on. Yeah. To join our Patreon and I'll do a full do ass a, video yeah. for you. All <laughs> Scott's faces. I do my own version of Cameo. But Rubber it's just face. Scott picture. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, Halu, uh, you're somebody who uh, lives life pretty positively. I feel like you you make a concerted effort to inject positivity. It's a choice, into your baby. Life. Yeah. It's a choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything's a choice. I mean, most most situations, there's always there's no one thing. Perspective is all different. You know what I mean? I walked into the studio today, and I'm like, this is a haven. This is an amazing place to be. So it hit me in that way. Someone else might be like, oh, it's cool what you've done with this space, and then walk out completely like it didn't affect them. But um. There's no need to not add positivity. There's, it's there. A lot of people need help seeing it, and so sometimes uh, being able to just provide that perspective is uh, great for them. It's tough in relationships sometimes because right. when you're in an argument and you want to be like, but think about it this way, you gotta like time when you can plug that positivity. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let it smooth yeah, out for a minute before you be like, oh yeah. By the yeah. way, remember when I said it? It's gonna look great tomorrow. Oh, yeah, no. Positivity has no place in an (laughs) argument with your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not interested. Not interested. (laughs) uh, That's not the goal in that moment. My dad always says the only thing we're in control of is our own happiness. That's true. Mm. Uh, He's also divorced. So (laughs) I don't think those things are mutually. I I was trying to glom onto that. The joke you had earlier, I just kind of failed at that. (laughs) I, I disagree. 
You're doing great, man. That's oh, true. thanks. You're a good person. But you know what? But there's a, you know, by the way, we'll say, you know, that that's also about perspective and seeing mm-hmm. somebody from a different perspective. And when you come out of a, you know, a situation like that, you do find happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, happy living life positively doesn't mean ignoring the things that are hard to deal with. It means dealing with the things that are hard to deal with. And knowing that you're going to come out on the other side and things are going to be great. Everything's, uh, to go back to the beginning, a season. It's never going to be all good. It's never going to be all bad. So when you're going through it, my mom always says, uh, enjoy the process. Um, Because this, our time is limited. Hallelujah. And just when you're going through it. And this is why I think that Hallelujah also, and and he he didn't uh, say this uh, up front, but he's also an incredible boss. Oh, he's a boss. I don't know if you know this, but like, uh, hallelujah! You 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 get brought in a lot for you know hotels, restaurants, mm-hmm. different bars to basically like run the ship. Uh, and these are notoriously mm-hmm. complicated places where I'm sure a negative <laughs> negative influence at the top down uh, could yeah. have a severe bad effect. And so you know that's I think why you get sought after. I mean, you've been headhunted before. To, yeah, you know. well, it's good to feel that way. But I mean, you know, for me, I go into those situations as well, where it's like, if I'm part of a team, I know that I can bring positivity to it and help people see perspective of things that just better for the team. We all work that way, and we all feel better because I want to spend my time at work enjoying myself with the people I'm working with. And if someone's having a bad day, the sooner we can help them feel better the better time we're all going to have. That's how I like to think Do about you, it. Were you, what, what were you like as a kid? Did you have these feelings? Were you always kind of trying to see the positive? Did you have some angsty years? Yeah, I wasn't an angsty person so much. My mom um, raised me and my sister in a way to always try to see the beauty of life, that it gives you everything you need if you choose to see it, um, if you choose to accept it. Um, whether it's good or bad situations, you can, uh, what is her favorite saying? One of them, uh, turn poison into medicine. Out of the mud comes the lotus flower. So, you know. And when you got a mom saying. Dope. She named me Hallelujah. Exactly. <laughs> Your name you is just, Hallelujah. You just roll into it. It's so tight. It's a double-edged sword sometimes, though. Because that works, like, in different places. I work in hospitality and, uh, and my bosses at former properties or things. Whenever there's a problem, they send me. Like, mm-hmm. I always have to go talk to people who are upset about X, Y, and Z all the time. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry we lost your luggage and the car didn't come and then your room is like, da 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 Here, talk to Hallelujah. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. All right. Hey. Uh, hey, is this so-and-so? This is Hallelujah. And they're like, yeah. Did you say your name's Hallelujah? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Nice right to meet you. What can I do that. for you? And they're like, uh, uh, they can yell at Hallelujah. That's the move. <laughs> that's why they send me. That's why they send me. The baffled king composes Hallelujah. Oh, that's that's right. so tight, man. Yeah, you're. Uh, I could also, yeah, I could sit here and freestyle with you all day, all day, and I could also just kind of look Talk at you life. and go, "You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you're just so great. Your Dude. wife's so great." Your I kids love all great. You guys. Oh my gosh. This is a good time. Full disclosure, these are two of some of my favorite people in the world. Uh, yeah. This just feels like fun. What's yeah, up with this beat, Colton? Huh? What's up with this beat? What's up with this beat? I don't know, baby. I just felt like it. You heard it? it? And you're like, hey. Mm. It's like one of those summertime lights yeah. in the air. You're dancing. It's sultry. Sultry time. Hallelujah! Aye! 
can't Such yell at hallelujah. No yelling at hallelujah. Don't yell at me. You get disarmed. Hallelujah. No yelling. No hallelujah. Just let it be. Hallelujah. I'm disarmed. I thought I knew ya. I no harm. Hallelujah. Walking into rooms. Everybody know the name. Sometimes this is the price of fame. Always on 100, never playing games. So if you gon' roll with me, I expect the same. Hands in the air through the window. Hands in the air smoking endo. Calorie blowing like a chindo. Don't know what it is, that's the thing though. Yeah. Cat box in the back seat on the couch. My car has a couch, that's right. Everybody see when I come through loud. Come through speakerphone tight, get it. Call me a lotus about the mud. Here I come, yo, what's up? Everything alright, let me blue, let me get out. Cause it's noon and the sun is hot. The ladies is too, and everybody coming through. Dancing with you is so nice to do up. Hang with my boy, hallelujah. <laughs> Ain't yelling, just smiling, big grin. By the mile, yeah. all day, man. That's how we do this. It's so great, Lotus Brutus. Hallelujah, pull up, I get in. I turn that poison into medicine. Ooh. Got that Carfax in the back, not Carfax. We spit it, ride it on the wax. Yo, I'm cutting it up. That's true, like a butcher. Man, I've been through all kind of stuff, and I got a fucking choice. Choice meat. Yo, Joyce is the aunt of my wife. And she been through a bunch of shit, but that's life. You can go dark or you can go light. You made a stardust shine so bright. Like Carl Sagan said, before you're dead. Dropping off the leaf, baby girl, Fred Bright said. I'm too sexy for this shit. Take off my shirt, baby girl, you know I hit. Hit it in the sunshine. Hit it hard. Hit it with the run rhyme. Do it. Hallelujah when you come through a sublime. 311 Amber Energy time. <laughs> get it, get it, get it, where we going? I'm a chamber pop, then it, then it, then it, throwing. Chamber pop, chamber style, then it, then it, in a while. <laughs> I love it. Do it outside, outside. in the summertime. <laughs> and now it's time. Ooh, this is sharp contrast. <laughs> to take a deep dive into the murder of John Binet. What happened that fateful night? Boulder, Colorado. Was it Boulder, Colorado? Yes. Boulder, Colorado. We're gonna solve this mystery if it's the last thing we do. So, uh, I don't know if you know this, Hallelujah, but um, from time to time on the show, um, we try to take a little time out of our day to see if we can crack the case of who killed uh, John Benet Ramsey. Deep dive. Yeah. So, um, do you have any thoughts on that? I was thinking about this, actually, trying to prepare myself for for this moment. And uh, I had a question to pose. Okay. Has anyone... Looked at other cold case files of beauty pageant queens, princesses, whichever mm-hmm. distinction you need, and uh, found a pattern. Because maybe mm-hmm. there's someone who's been doing this, and that's just 
John mm. Bonet is one of a few, and maybe they traveled around different places in the country and settled yeah. in Boulder. And uh, yeah, so this could be not an isolated case, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the work of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm supposing. Well, it looks like we have more questions than answers at the end of this week's Deep Dive. Tune in again when we will take a look. Has there been other murders like this? Of people? In child beauty murders? We'll have to wait and see for the next Deep Dive into the murder of John Ramsey. All right. Well, hey, thanks again for helping us not do all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. How you doing, Scott? Whoa. Playing a little guitar over there? Did Scott turn into a guitar? Hey, Scott. Oh. Or you mean you mean Alex? Nope. Oh, okay. Hey, Scott. Are you talking to yourself? What happened? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> hey, Scott. Do you know what time it is? Uh, yeah, I do believe I know, Scott. It's music time. Whoa! Just cut Alex right out of the yeah. Wow! <laughs> Cloned himself in the by process. The, well, by the way, dude, it's... you just found out on live on the podcast that you have been replaced. Season finale, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, all your favorite characters get killed off. Uh, <laughs> new oh, names, wow. upgrades. Well, I in my oh, defense, shit. I was actually on my phone googling uh, beauty pets. Uh, no. Uh, beauty pageant children who have been killed oh did you so, find any oh uh, well, you know what save well, it for the next episode. yeah there actually is some john benet stuff we have not talked about i've seen so All i'm excited right, we'll have to check that out scott, scott, scott. i like oh i thought we were gonna make a song about scott hold on i i just thought i'd do a fun thing What's and, that? and just what i just did before you didn't okay. say Hey Scott, I'd do a little twist on yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm sure. not cutting Alex out of the oh, GD yeah. podcast. I okay. just And by the way, I thought yeah. what Scott did was delightful. There you go. Hey, I, I support him. Hey man. Okay, cool. So you you are out. You're done with the podcast. <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> Still want you to, you know, record and stuff. Right, right. JK. Sometimes I throw out JK's. That's fair. You know, what I does joke. It stand for joking. Joking. Cruising. <laughs> cruising with a K. <laughs> you know it. Oh. I want to talk about Ska. Ska. And not just because my name is Ska. Oh, but I've never put that together. <laughs> Why would you? I know. <laughs> Why would that be something that you you're a busy man? You yeah, you're right. Great I got, I got other do. stuff that I'm doing. Yeah, you're you so what's the deal with Ska? This will, I, I'd like to know what that this is because Exactly. Okay. Why? Oh, but that's almost a little reggae, right? Yeah. It sounds like reggae. What's the? Well, I mean, it's just scars for the keyboard players, just faster. You're right. Yeah. So Alex obviously has played in ska bands. He played in Save Ferris, a a prominent third wave ska band. Um, But I I wanted to talk about ska because I feel like it's one of the most misunderstood in uh, music genres or it gets a bad rap. And so I would like to just speak a little bit about the origins of it, where it comes from. And I think if you know the the lineage and the heritage, Mm -hmm. because obviously a lot of us modern day people and Americans uh, know mainly third wave ska. So you're 
real big fishes and aquabats and streetlight manifesto like, and things exactly. like that. Exactly. Whom I love. Yeah, they're tight. They're tight. Um, but so there's in the third way. How about that guy who's like, I'm gonna marry you? I'm gonna marry you anyway. Marry uh, <laughs> <laughs> it. I can't. Can we yeah, sing a song? Well, <laughs> that was a running joke for you and me for a long time. Like out of nowhere, if we heard it, or I would like text you the music video or something. Why you gotta be so cruel? Why you gotta be so cruel? <laughs> that song's whatever. Is that They're a ska? Is that a, is that a ska song? It's kind of reggae because it's oh, like okay. you know a lot of ska became, came first, kind of derived out of calypso and other you know mento caribbean mento oh, music. so ska became before reggae absolutely oh, and well that's you know that's uh, that, i say that's a probably the big take because i think a lot of people just think ska is a ripoff of reggae right mm-hmm. so that's that's where we start it's so number one we're in the 50s m- your and- mind is fucking blown ska was first sure i was first yeah, if you don't know that then then you know you don't know much well they know it now yeah i'm just uh, anyways <laughs> Yeah, it's late 50s Jamaica. Scott comes out of, like I said, Mento and uh, all these other Caribbean genres of music. They say it's even called Scott. There's different theories about it, but more or less, it's one, you know, some people think it's Scott, 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 you know, like it just kind of came out of the rhythm of that because Scott, there's like a walking bass line, you know, and basically the upbeat is what creates Scott. So, and that's why part of why I pulled the guitar out because it's, Essentially, instead of most music is like rock music is one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. You know, it's kind of on the one beat. And Scott is one and two and three and four. Uh. Right. So it's on the upbeat. And so, uh, you know, Bob Marley and the Wailers, all these, you know, uh, Desmond Decker, all these Jamaican artists, they were doing ska before reggae, Mm -hmm. you know, One Love, all these famous reggae songs that the whalers did were ska songs previously Uh, and then so those are like reggae versions so you have ska it slows down a little bit to rock steady and so instead of you have that's rock steady so it's like a little slower essentially that's more rock steady so it's like yeah. rock steady steady with me kind of like that so it's like in the middle and then it goes even slower too For that ah. becomes reggae and so it's still characterized by the upbeat and the the drum beats what you call a one drop so it's like one and two and three and so you hit the side stick and bass drum on the three beat as opposed to again rock music is uh the snares on the two and the four so it's boom Da, do, da, one, two, three, four. Okay, so, you know, Jamaica, that's the first wave of ska. That moves into rock steady. That moves into reggae. And then a second wave of ska comes, and it's very big in the UK. So that's two-tone ska. This is the late 70s, early 80s. Bands like The Specials, uh, Selector, The okay. English Beat, you know, uh, these kinds of songs that had they'd slow down and do more reggae uh, rhythms, but in general, it's a two-tone uh, and it's mixed with punk because this is the time that punk's coming out. Right, right. And right. visually, a lot of those bands, it's a lot of black and white. So it's that's where like the checkers comes mm. from because a lot of the songs, Special, Selector, et cetera, they really targeted uh, racial issues. Mm, and so okay. a lot of the bands uh, were mixed 
you know, and uh, different ethnicities of people. And a lot of the themes of the songs were about racial inequalities, racial tensions, etc. So a beautiful era of music. And then it fades away a little bit again, goes not in the forefront anymore. And then it pops up again in the third wave, which is mid nineties, kind of right next to skate punk and pop punk. Again, coupling punk music in a new wave is ska music. So I grew up in Orange County, so that was a very prevalent style of music. You know, Sublime, No Doubt, Real Big Fish, all these bands are from Orange County. But that's when I think people of our generation were... Introduced to ska. Yeah, yeah, but they're also mixed on it because that genre, that ska and ska punk was a little more like fun and silly and kind of could be kind of is that where the guy who's just dancing on stage with everybody comes in oh the boss tone from the mighty mighty Mighty, Mighty boss tones so that's just that band that did that yeah that wasn't like everyone has one person dancing Ah, but because they were so big people who didn't i grew up on the east coast so my exposure to sky was only limited in music videos that i'd seen here and there so i would only take my initial understanding of scott from that Okay. And and like, yeah, like ah, I remember. Yeah, I remember well, doing like improv back in the day, and if you got the genre of ska, it was almost certain that one person would be the person who just dances danced around. And even when you would explain the genre to other people, you'd be like, "Yeah, there's just a guy who dances along oh, and, a, and, a and a ska trumpet. band, right. and a, trumpet. a ska band, and he just dances along, right?" Never, but that's just yeah. one I, band uh, that did that. I mean, maybe. we uh, we toured with the Boston's in Mexico City, and I remember like the Boston's are all in their fifties now, and there's still the dude who's like just sweating buckets dancing, mm-hmm. who's been doing it for years, and I respect that guy so much. So, like, did he sing or play a musical instrument? He no, just danced. He's just dancing. He's the hype man. He's the hype man. Yeah. Okay, exactly. And I love like the, so committed, the most committed <laughs> dude I've seen on stage. <laughs> yeah. Again, if you just step in and that's what you think Scott is, it, it there's, and you you know you could seem like oh this is kind of corny a little yeah, bit right. you know from the outside, but you look at the lineage and you see that it's right next to soul music. It's you know comes out of Jamaica. It has a lot of really deep uh, roots, right. and uh, and so I'm always a <laughs> stand behind Scott and reggae, and those are crucial musical genres for me. You know, deep deep stuff for me personally and music that i love and i don't really pay much attention to the haters because what are you gonna do but there's now a fourth wave of ska there's a fourth wave wave i did not know about that. sure i mean because one because a lot of the third wave bands and two-tone bands are still playing Mm. and as it went away there's still uh an audience for it and there's a lot of diehards that are into it and my band that i used to be in the dingies yeah and we hadn't made records in a long time but the lead singer peg kept writing songs and we remade a record we made a record a couple years back and we called it fourth wave because there is you know still under underground and on the outskirts uh obviously but there are new ska bands there it's big internationally what's the sound difference from the third to the fourth wave um i think part of why we named the album fourth wave or he named it fourth wave this it's mainly his it's his baby, and I play drums on it. But where can people get that album? Oh, uh, Spotify, oh, okay, uh, cool. anywhere you find music. Yeah, look up Peg and the Rejected, and uh, Fourth Wave is the name. And then we did an EP right after that. Um, yeah, great songs. I'm really proud to uh, be a part of that. But uh, 
that record in the influences in addition to ska there's traditional ska reggae and you know two tone ska vibes but some electronic stuff kind of like garage music like we're big into the streets and uh, a lot of you know so there's um some electronic influence and stuff like that dub and hip-hop influence Mm -hmm. fourth wave yeah where is the, so uh, when you said that there's a fourth wave, it's the wave you, you're starting. <laughs> Just to be clear. You are the it's fourth only wave. Us. So uh, it is Scott. <laughs> it is back to me. No, it's a uh, no. There's it's, it's multiple people. I think yeah. he just chose to but you coin the, the term with that record, you know, and just be like, we're sparking off with this generation off. here. Yeah, that's no, a good record though. I'll yeah. stand by it, man, for sure. But uh, Scott music, uh, um, I'm into it forever. Yeah. Amen. That's pretty cool. Do you uh, have any experience with ska music? Um, in college, one of the kids I uh, played improv games with, he was big into ska, and he brought me to a show one night. It was a Streetlight Manifesto show, and I was like, "This shit is crazy!" Yeah. Uh, but super catchy, high energy, which I'm enjoying, and uh, and I became a fan of yeah. them after that. There I- is that funny Instagram. Did we talk about that? Oh yeah, it's uh, and I looked it up. At- Thank you for reminding me, bud. Um. <laughs> It's it's a tumbler mainly. It's a tumbler, yeah. I found it's, it. Yeah. It's yeah, it's ska band or improv group. Yeah. Oh, I, and I love guess it's that. and I guess it started by Chris Gethard's brother. Oh no shit. Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of it's actually very difficult to guess correctly. Um uh, yeah. Oh, the name? <laughs> it shows the it shows well, a picture. It shows a picture yeah, of a group yeah. of people and then it says and it's like ska band or improv group. Oh, that seems like a fun and game. So they have all these different pictures of you know people taking their you yeah. know, their photo and you're like, okay, that's probably an improv group. And it's like, no, that's that's, that's a ska, ska band. band. Is, this hey, a, is this a ska beat? Yep. No. Nah. Oh. You got something for this? Can you, yep. some, can you play ska over this? Because I'm the hype man. Hype! Hype! Because I'm the hype man. Mm-hmm. I act real low, but I get hype, hype, because I'm the hype man. Yeah, I'm the hype man. You think it's corny, but you can't ignore me. My music tight, that's right. I be hyping all night. Y'all got my hype man to the right of me. You think it's corny, but you can't hype. ignore me. Hype, hype me up. I need that shit on the upbeat. I need that shit. Hype me up. Get me hype. Throw me outside the night. Mighty, mighty boss dance. Sublime. No doubt. No doubt. The toasters. Real big fish. Madness. Hype! The specials. Less than Jake. My name is Scott, man. I was in a Scott band. And we mix it with punk. And we mix it with funk. And we mix it with reggae. We mix it with reggae. Hey, Ray, what you say today? 
I'm the hype man, they never give me the mic. All I can do is jump and shout like, like, hey. But I got bars too, if you let me see him, I'm the hype man. Everybody know me, wanna be him. Give me mic, give me stage, give me DJ, give me boot. I want every single thing, I want every single truth. Yeah, hype, hype, that's what we do. Girl, I'm hype. Yeah, yeah, I know the band. You, yeah, you wanna come on stage with me? Come on, yeah, yeah, hype. I'm hype, yeah. The Rumble Strips, <laughs> King Prawn. Uncle Brian, Sponge, the selector, special beat. Those are Scott bands. Hi. My name is Scott, man. Hi. Hi. The hype man, the most talented man in the band. Yeah. He's in demand. Let's give him the mic, Sam. Spit it hard. Give me those bars. Give me those hype bars. Take it far. <laughs> hype man. Hype man, I'm hype man. Hype man, I'm hype man. Feel this rhythm. Electric guitar, bass guitar, trumpet, trombone, saxophone, piano, drum kit, electric organ. And the hype man! Two tone, yeah. sky jazz, sky pop. Sky Punk, Sky Core, Spouge, <laughs> Christian Sky. Oh shit. <laughs> Hype man. Super Tones, I'm not alone. I was a Christian in Orange County, take that to the dome. It was a weird childhood growing up in my hood with all kind of weird ideas. Christ and music. He's the Hype Man. It. I feel that shit abused it. My mind was warped. Mine was warped. My mind was warped. Hype man. Trojan skinhead? Ooh. That doesn't sound hype, man. Well, here's what's interesting, guys. Is that there apparently were skinheads in... Britain, Britain, back in the day, who were into ska music, uh-huh. but this group of skinheads was not racist. In fact, they're complete opposite of that. Uh-huh. They actually had a huge appreciation appreciation for um, uh, Black American culture and um, and uh, you know Black people in general. Uh, so that's sort of interesting. Yeah, uh, like trad. They say like trad ska skinheads, traditional skinheads. Yeah, yeah exactly. Trads, yeah. Um, they would wear Fred Perry, I believe. They'd roll up their jeans. They'd wear Doc Martin boots with white laces, very small suspenders. Uh, suspenders, shave their head. A lot of the gals would shave their head, but leave some in the front. And there's still people who do that. Who yeah. have this style. Today. So those are the nice ones. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely yeah. That whole genre of skinhead is their whole plight is to be the opposite of a racist skinhead. Wow. Yeah. Fight That's a it. tough cross to bear. That is a tough one to pull off because that look is pretty scary. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Immediately. Check me out. I wear, sure, I wear the KKK. (laughs) But I'm I'm the opposite. Kind of like when you're just called pointy caps. Like if you go to Spain and you see that holiday season where there's like all the robed, caped people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
what's happening yeah, here? It's a little spooky. It's a little KKK. When scary. I was uh, in New Zealand on Halloween, I see all these people wearing jerseys with painted face, you know, black painted faces. I'm like, mm. oh my god, what's going on? And their uh, rugby teams, the All Blacks, and they don't have the same history of racism. They yeah. just paint their face black. It's a normal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had complete freak out for a second when I got there. Yeah. I've been, yeah. Watch, I've been watching a documentary series about the All Blacks. Oh, yeah? How is it? It's tight. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for sports documentary. Yeah. You think you're going to get into some rugby? Uh, yeah. I it's mean, great sport. Yeah. It's good times. I like watching it. Yeah. I don't know if I'll like segue in. Well, I'm not going to play rugby. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to play rugby. <laughs> And I don't even know if I'll seek it out to watch it. I, yeah. I think my plate's pretty full right now, but I've been watching documentaries. a lot of sports. Yeah, documentaries. Yeah. I like the human story aspect. That is a great entry point for me into the, the sport itself. Got it. Yeah, I like sense. the story behind it and the people. Um, but right now, what I'm into is WNBA. Just getting okay. into the WNBA. Yeah, I saw on the oh, Instagram yeah. you were just at a game. Yeah, I just went to a Sparks versus the Las Vegas Aces. Oh, cool. And I thought it was fun as an NBA fan. The coach of the Sparks is Derek Fisher, former oh, no. Laker. Coach That's of the right. Las Vegas Aces, Bill Lambeer. Whoa, Lambeer? Yeah, dude. Holy wow. shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Crazy. He's the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces. Did he have that face mask on? He didn't. I remember he used to wear that face mm-hmm. mask? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Cool. That's a new new, that's new a, notification. Oh, oh, is that me? I've been uh, oh, following the U.S. Reason. Women's World Cup. Oh yeah, they just mm-hmm. had, they had a France. big win against France, yeah, huh? That was pretty good. Wow. That's pretty awesome. That's crazy. One. And Are Paris they crushed them? Yeah. Are U.S. Women's team doesn't get enough love. They, they don't. Down. True. They Cup crush. Style. They, really they crush. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and have been consistently. Yeah. So shout out to the U.S. Women's World Cup. Shout out to the U.S. We'll take the unpopular opinion. U.S. U.S. women's team. They Horses don't get paid enough, though. They don't get paid enough. Yeah. No, half. Pay them they get paid half. That's not right. cool. That's not cool. Half of what? What the men get paid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you wow. know that? I did not know that. I didn't know that. Uh-oh, Scott's shit. about to go in. Uh-oh. Don't tell Scott something like that. Oh, shit. What did we do? It's about to go down. That's right. <laughs> I don't think it's cool. Ooh, ouch. I'm against it. <laughs> no, let him go, Scott. Let him go. If anyone asks me my opinion, I will say it clearly Ooh, right to their face. As a knockout. I might, I might send wow. a tweet. Wow. Ooh, man, might. You have no you have no fear. <laughs> the might of a might. <laughs> Got no fear. Oh man. So uh you know what? Uh it's uh, it, what? Yeah, I have so a question for sports. Oh, sorry. Um Speaking of sports, you know, we all have uh, have kids. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts about, uh, do you have a sport that you'd like to see uh, your kid get into? Are you going to, uh, you, you know, I mean, I know there's some dads out there who clearly they're like, very yeah. like, okay, they're going to learn this sport. And I don't know how, you know, how, oh, yeah. how I'm going to teach them. Uh, do you, is there sports that you want to make sure that your kids are playing? Uh, there's, there's none that I want to make sure they play. Uh, for me, it's like. I, I would like it if my children studied martial arts because I think people should all over. The, everyone should. But if they don't want to do that, that's fine. I'm still going to use it as their punishment when they do bad shit. Like yeah. you do a horse dance for 10 minutes because you. Oh, I thought you meant like you're going to fight them. No, 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 no. Damn. Now you're just going to. You should have stayed in your classes. You got you to give them the foundation so that later on in life when they're adults, they'll still yeah. have that built in even though they didn't want it. But um, wow. other than that, no, I'm not going to. Sports and there's some sports that if my son's like, Dad, I don't want to play basketball. Yeah, I'm the brother that's not going to teach you how to play ball. Like, I'm sorry, you're not going to, you won't be able to do that. Yeah, you want to get, I'll get you somebody who's 
It's good. It's not gonna be me though. Uh-huh. I mean, I could get that. Nah, I'm not. I'm not uh-huh. a hooper. Not a baller. I could shoot though, but that's it. How about but, you, Scott? Yeah, I I was someone who personally and I had a great experience playing sports, and so I I don't have any resentment around it. But I definitely was playing sports before it wasn't a quite it wasn't asked of me if i wanted to play sports or not uh-huh. i got a baseball glove and my dad and i were i was learning how to catch a baseball it was kind of a my dad played sports and he kind of had this decision of like you'll play baseball yeah. you'll be good at baseball yeah. and because he played football and kind of hurt himself at times and he didn't want me to get hurt but were, he wanted me to play sports were you like, good at baseball did yeah, you? It, was, it was very good at baseball and uh, I played varsity in high school and stuff. And then I picked up basketball kind of on my own, loved basketball, still play basketball to this day once a week and at least. And yeah, I played varsity basketball and baseball. But as far as my kids, I, a little bit of that history for me is I would like to definitely just present them with stuff right. and see if they're interested in right. it. And if I want to meet their enthusiasm. I want them to learn discipline, et cetera. And I, I do have an image of River in a, a gi. Oh, yeah. Learning martial arts. <laughs> I would, that would tickle uh, me so much. Oh, yeah. I would love it if Nothing she was. Nothing like kids doing kung fu. That's the best. Yeah, kids. Exactly. And so I would love that. And I'll definitely pitch that to them. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, there's nothing really. I, I will say I, I would be uh, uh, hesitant to put them into football. Yeah. Because I even remember, like, my dad wouldn't let me play mm. Pop Warner football. And wow. I do remember they would play just off to, of where the baseball field was where I would play. And more than once, I saw an ambulance go mm. to the game. And yeah. it was just my dad. And I, and I feel the same way. And no judgment if your kid plays football. But, like, that image is, that's a pretty tough one to just be like, okay, these kids are 10 years old. And they might seriously injure themselves. Right. Yeah. That's tough stuff. Yeah. Football no bueno for me. Yeah. yeah. But if we, they wanted to, would you let them? Uh, You know, I mean, that would have to be, I guess it would have to be a discussion, you know. Uh, but uh, uh, it would be a tough one to sway me. Um, but if they were at an age where they really wanted to do it and they wanted to, like, discuss it with me, I'd have to gauge it. You know, like, I'm not going to shut them down. Right shut away. them down right away. Uh, but, you know, and it wouldn't just be me. I'm sure that. Jessica would have a lot to, mom's, mom's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to say about about playing uh, about playing football. So uh, you would but, just say like bad idea, no, and walk away. Yeah, that's is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will teach them how to throw a football. Yeah, the actual fundamentals we can, we can get down with. Um, do you want your kid to go into the entertainment industry? Uh, I that's definitely going to be because I I feel like that's. Uh, if they if they seemed like they wanted to do it if that was something they're into mm-hmm. it's such a personality driven yeah yeah thing yeah. that i wouldn't be to, i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't want to push that on somebody because it can cause so much oh, sort of me. self-esteem issues what do you mean? <laughs> i've already got river out on auditions and uh yeah my plan is to she essentially got- build my income off of river that's uh and that's build, that and build on. and build her brand right yeah. Her brand put that pressure on her that's yeah. why i've been doing major tom your cat your yeah. cat yeah wow that's... uh terrible learning lines well it's different i mean she's got a great stage name 
Yeah. Yeah. But Cat, me, well, Major well, Tom is too. Well, her real name is Maureen Thomas. But well, her name is River name. Rogers. I mean, I mean River Rogers. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's not a comic book name. Yeah. I mean, that is like origin story. That is like, yeah, it's like she's a superhero and, you know, by day she's reporter River Rogers of yeah. like the, mm-hmm. you know, Daily Planet. Some shit. Well, Steve Rogers obviously is uh, Captain America. That's yeah. right. When River was a couple weeks old, she was in the movie. <laughs> Um, uh, through a friend of a friend, they needed a shot of a baby in a crib. And so Kayla took River, set her in the crib. They shot a couple shots. Uh-huh. She took off. But see, we see, she I just left the, her in the crib? No, no, Kayla no. Kayla just took off? No. What movie they was got this? the shots. It was a short film. And I saw the short film. It was very good. And then the credits... It says River Rogers, and boy, that looked cool. Hey, oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's baby a cool number one. River Rogers, no pressure, Riv, but uh, that's a cool, cool name. Question for you guys, mm-hmm. yeah, as you're all creative individuals, mm-hmm. what's your one? I love this beat. This sounds great. What's one secret creative uh, ambition of yours to do? I'll tell you mine: be in a Bollywood film. I want to rock with that shit. Bollywood. Bollywood. That's my secret dream. Andrea Hollywood. Uh-huh. Secret dreams. Secret dreams. Secret dreams. Dream. Dream. Yeah. Hey. My secret dream to be an astronaut. Fly to space and whatnot. Eat funny food. Drink tank. Land on the moon and pull out my thing. Take a piss of space. That's my funny dream. Just me making the aliens scream. All day exploring new worlds like Star Trek and New Girl, the new girl TV show. I tested twice for that role, <laughs> didn't get the part, but that's okay. Cause Superstore came around the way. Hey, give me that Bollywood dreams, give me that Hollywood schemes, give me that. Everything. I just wanna jump into a conversation that turns to a dance party. Everybody know them Bollywood movies, not naughty. Keep it clean. Censorship is cool for them, but not me. I wanna. And that's what it happens. Mm. And that's where it will be. Mm-hmm. Let me get that Bollywood, that Bollywood dream. dream. Twisting the light bulb, stealing the scenes. Pull up in the foreign car like yeah, bean. My secret dream, not so secret, to have a music room in my house and keep it for my kids and all my friends. We jam and we swim in the pool. Have a water slide from that room to the pool. That shit would be so cool. And in my house, my dream would be to never leave, just to kick it. And have a nanny for my kids And I can play video games You think it's lame But I'm a lazy dude But play the game Sure, I'll make a couple movies But after that, I'll be groovy Up in my music room Secret dream, what do you mean? What? Ice cream Yeah Secret dreams, what do you need? High beam Hey my secret dream to fly like Superman. My secret dream to dance like Rick 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 Roshan. My secret dream play in the family band. 
We're in the man. Secret dreams, yeah. In the man. My secret dream to get ripped. My secret dream to take a skinny dip. My secret dream to take a skinny rip off that bone and play a song and get it on with my friends jamming. Well, 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 everybody. Thought I'd ask you guys that. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, Jam Space. This has been Jam Space, y'all. Season finale. (laughs) The season finale. Where we all found out about what our secret dreams are. Yeah. That scared me. My secret dream is to pee on the moon. Apparently, I just I just want to dance the Bollywood dance. That's uh, right. Apparently, mine is to have a music room <laughs> that has a water slide into my pool. And a nanny. They have like ass. a family band. That is badass. Okay. The Rogers. As you know, at the end of every show, uh, I'm sure you've listened to a few Hallelujah. Uh, we like to take off by talking directly to that listener who's oh, yeah. taking us in one on one. I just gotta say, hey, thanks for enjoying this season. Of jam space because <laughs> it's the first season, but it won't be the last. And it's so fun to have you here, man. And I'm glad you got to hang out kind of with almost like this core crew of the uh, early iteration of Jam Space Bod, which was Freestyle Friday. Yeah. And uh, I'm really actually glad I got to introduce you to my friend Hallelujah because uh, he's a great guy and you're better for knowing him. And thank you for listening to the show. What's your secret dream? Hmm. Go ahead. Say it out loud right now. Because if you don't say it out loud, it won't come true. So I'm going to be quiet for a second and let you tell us. What's your secret dream? I have no doubt you're going to get that. I love that you said that. I believe in you. Hey, it's me, Scott. How are you? Um, I, I just love you. I love everything that's been said today and... Sometimes it's okay to bite people's style when their style is positivity and doing their best and realizing things go up and down. So, you know, I unabashedly, uh, un, what's the adjective I'm looking for? I'll bite hallelujah style. <laughs> I'm fine with it. He's a cool dude, man. You try to like catch on the vibe of the people you hang out with and, uh, hey, no judgment, but if, you know, the people in your inner circle, you find them talking negative a lot and it kind of feeds into your stuff, it's okay to take a step back and, and reevaluate that. And there's nothing, you know, it's nothing against them, but you deserve to listen to those inspiring thoughts that you have and uh, do your best to make those come true. Listener, hey, hallelujah here. Thank you for joining us, uh, riding with what we're up to. If I were going to say anything, I would just say, uh, just uh, keep looking around the people around you, the people you know and you don't know. Everyone needs a little positivity. Uh, you can make a lot of people's day just by saying hello and just making a genuine connection. It uh, easier than you think. Feels great. And uh, yeah, everybody gets a little love at that. So this was awesome. If you make beats, uh, give us a shout out at jamspacepodcast at gmail.com. Let, you know, send us a beat. We'd love to rap over it. We'd love to have a little collaboration there. Uh, you want to join our Patreon, get a bunch of cool extra episodes, behind the scenes, etc. cetera. Uh, check us out on Patreon, Jamspace. And uh, hallelujah, if uh, somebody wants to get a hold of you, where are they going to find you? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Woo, right now I'm in the private club space, but uh, you can find me on IG. Mr. H. Walcott, W A L C O T T. And uh, yeah, 
Six Course Hallelujah. Six Course Holla. Some tracks on Spotify. We got right. some. Working on some new stuff. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we're going to get it in. And we're on Instagram too at Jam Space Pod. Twitter as well. Give us a shout and uh, check us out on Patreon. Rock it out. Get on that Patreon. Jam it out. It's Jam Space, y'all. Yeah.